said earlier man I'm, I'm not jet lagged but just still just trying to get acclimated back to the west coast man man you didn't hear it earlier make sure you hit us up on facebook.com forward slash square circle 101 or hit us up on instagram at square circle 101 or talk a little smack to us on twitter at talking smack 101 baby the champ is here and you know we love the sweet science yeah man how does it feel to have the first week of weekend of boxing down man Ooh, man, I feel I really like great, man. It's it was beautiful to watch. I was happy. It made me really excited to actually sit down and watch some. I mean, I'm not disregarding anything Clarissa Shield did, but like we kind of knew how that was going to turn out. Yeah. So it was good. Uh, it was good to get and healthy to get some review. That's watch correct. That's and correct. Enjoy. And this is one of the things why I. <laughs> I love boxing is not really a sport. They can say it's a sport, but it's a gladiator thing, right? And, and I, you know, I love the Seahawks. I love football, but I'm so emotionally invested with something like that. I love the bye week because I get to enjoy red zone and fantasy football and I actually enjoy it then. Yeah. When I see boxing, I know this is this one day that I get. I don't have to worry about that whole season long thing. I get one day and it's set in stone and then we find out who is the best at that moment. We don't have to wait no weekend build up because we we know that all the uh, conspiracy theorists are true apparently with the rigged Super Bowl with the... the we, we saw, oh yeah, you saw that. Oh yeah, you saw that. With the players. I, 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 how would you feel if a ref in boxing started cheering with one of the fighters? Like, oh man! Oh, depends you. on depends on how the decision turned out. Nah, you see him getting knocked down, and the ref was like, "Oh, high fives the other fighters." Hey, you down. know what though? That's the main reason why I said I would never be a ref or or an official officiate yeah, of anything fires. like that. Because yeah, first of all, like I'm changing a whole bunch of rules, or I'm let it's either I'm going to call everything or I'm calling nothing, and you don't want to see me when I'm calling nothing because somebody could end up dying. That's right. I'm tired of being hired and fired the same day. <laughs> Yo. Check out my man, IamRCF.com. This is CrossFit, RCF CrossFit, man. This is my man, Lo. This is this is Western Washington. If you're into wellness, you're into fitness, and you want to be better, be better with the best. Four years running now in Western Washington. King 5 Evening Magazine. Hit them up. We added an extra week to it. Three-week trial. If you just tell them Sonny and Shooter sent you, and that's to any of their three locations. Check them out, man. My man Shooter loves it. Yeah, I love it, man. I'm, I ain't been in, like, basically two weeks, man. So, like, I went one day in the last two weeks, man, so I feel real fat. So, being in my... Uh, Oh, by the by the time you guys not by the time you hear this one, by the time you hear the next one, I will be another year older. Mm-hmm. So right. you know, I'm trying to I'm trying to get my birthday suit sexy again. A year younger, you know what I'm saying? That's how we do it. Now, he can talk about a female right there. He's also just hot yoga as well. Because <laughs> and he's already got a girl, so he's not there at two meters. <laughs> It's a lot of granolas in hot yoga, though, man. At the least one I go to, man. It's it's never no bad ones. It's just, they're all right. I think you only do that because you're in a relationship. So make sure you hit them up. Do the three-week trial. If y'all keep showing up and doing this, you might be able to expand this to a whole four weeks. And then he's giving a month away for free if we send you. And it's worth it too. Like you can't, you're not gonna find this workout in it. It's either it's either for you, or it's not for you. And you gonna find out real quick. Even if you find out if it's not for you. You, you're going to get some self, you'll, you'll get your own selfness to where, um, how do I explain this right? You'll get your own self-recognition on what you need to do to change your own health. Yeah. Because it'll let you know where you're at physically, mentally too, and you might be able to make better decisions in life. More mentally than anything. Just by trying it out, just by trying it out. Hit them up. Now, how we win? How we sin, baby? If you cheated in the dark of the morning, you're going to find out under the bright lights. Joe Frazier. And did you find this out sneaking out of a woman's bedroom? No, I did not find that. <laughs> in the early mornings, of the, in the early mornings with the sunrise, nah, man. So basically, no female said this quote after you. Nah, no female said nah. It's um that was from Joe Frazier, but it's also okay. one of those things. It's also one of those things where if you cheat your reps, if you're only cheating yourself because when competition time shows up, the real you is gonna show up. Yeah. So that's um. That's one thing you always want to take into accountability when you're pushing anything. I like that. And that's a brilliant once in a time nickname for just smoking Joe. Because if anybody gets the nickname smoking Joe, it has nothing to do with boxing. What is you smoking? What is you smoking, Joe? You know what I'm saying? I like that. I like that. 
Like, the, what's it, the deeper the chocolate, the longer you are. So, like, one more time. <laughs> <laughs> if you cheated in the dark, you're going to find out under the bright lights. Under the bright lights. So, he likes the lights on. That's what I'm talking about, baby. You got to see the silhouette, baby. You got to see what you're looking at, That's what right. you're doing down there. That's right. Man, it's good to be back. Always good. My favorite day of the week. Chin down, my hey. friend. Good to, to be back, zone. man. Tequila this early, man. I know. Straight shooter, though, chaser. Mm-hmm. You all right, man? Take you gonna die? I'm you know, I'm here. Mm. Oh, yeah. I'm the sm- I'm, you're, you're the smoker. I'm the drinker, man. That's why <laughs> it's gonna take you a minute. We just renamed the show. Now, we were speaking about SOG. Help give my man my new nickname here. SCOG, stepchild of God. And I don't mean that in a way like you're the redheaded stepchild of God. That's Dennis Rodman. But. Andre Ward. We met Andre Ward. Yeah. We, you know, we hung out with him. It was, it was one of those things. First of all, man, just to get the whole story of it, man, we, it was one of those things where at the signing, you know, he was with Marshawn Lynch. And then, of course, we're in Seattle. So Dude, I like 90, 95% of the people there were there for Marshawn Lynch. Mm-hmm. And then just having to stay there and stand there and mingle with all those people, I didn't like it. I was like, there needs to be a boxing line. There needs to be something separate because everybody's like, who's, who's, Andre Ward, it ended up disgusting yeah, me. Saw it was, some good people in there with some wards. You saw some. You saw some. Yeah, you saw some. Some good ones there. It's a little bit more dedicated than us. I was like, I want to ward at Andre Ward. Johnson. Humble guy. Yeah. Like him. Like him a lot. Nice dude. Good dude. Good Couldn't dude. Believe how invested he was just in the attention he gave everybody seems like like it was amazing to me like when i mentioned the show to him he first thing asked me was are you fair? are you fair and you know what even you know we're gonna go we're gonna stay on andre war but when he asked are you fair that's one thing i want you guys when when sunny always asks you guys hey yo we need your reviews we need that that's one of the things that we like to hear because for the most part i think we're pretty fair i don't think there's anybody more fair than us in this game yeah because i listen to every podcast out there especially when it comes to boxing yeah i tune in on everybody yeah i like Polly's show yeah he's a showtime announcer yeah he always is gonna lean towards his own money yeah that's fine yeah hbo boxing podcast these are hbo fighters that's all they talk about even with uh there's other shows maybe the only ones that might be as fair as as, uh that i actually listen to is is someone on a little bit above us maybe on our level is uh, the p for p uh power for power report those guys are probably just as fair as we are you know because they 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 definitely understand the game a lot a lot yeah so but that they're they're probably one of the few everybody else seems to be they have other agendas that's going to go towards it that's going to further benefit them i'm not saying if showtime calls me today things might change. <laughs> I'm saying that things ain't going to change, man. We're always going to be fair. So I think that's the one thing that we definitely have to make sure is like as we progress and we get better, that we stay who we are and stay true to what we're doing, especially the fact of being fair because if we're not fair, we're going to be just like everybody else in it, man. And we sold out for the money. I know you'll do it first, but... <laughs> Yes. Yeah. <laughs> no. So Andre Ward, great guy. Um, got him some. Did he uh, feel like 199 pounds? Nah, he didn't feel like it. Well, also, nah, he did. There was a split second where I was like, I can take him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it lasted a second. <laughs> no, man, it's funny too, because like, especially when I see these guys in the voice, I'm just like, yo, I'm bigger than a lot of these guys, but that's what separates the um, size. Size and talent doesn't match. I had that thought. That you could take him. Not that I could take him, but I would like to see what it would be to spar with him. Mm. Mm. That's exactly what I thought. I was just like, man, I think it would be nice to get in here and get a round or two in there with him. Because of his overall size now, TV obviously makes you look bigger. Mm -hmm. Um, Because of his his overall size and such nice personality, you were like, I I don't want nothing to do with this cat. You know what I'm saying? I don't want nothing to do with this cat. And just... How genuine this dude is. Like, most fighters you ever meet are usually the same guys you see them on TV. Yeah. Because they only pick people with those kind of personalities to step into this role. Yeah. On TV. And that's why one of the reasons why we see Teddy Atlas, everybody loves and hates him, but he's also probably going to be no longer on any more sports broadcasts. He might be, and at the same time, this is great for him because he's got like two, three years left in his contract. He's about to get paid. Yeah. Without even doing anything. So... Andre Ward, it was great to see him. And it was great. it's one of those things that, especially you guys are uh, followers of ours. You know he's my favorite. You know he's Shooter's favorite fighter. And then it's one thing to meet it's one thing it's one thing to meet boxers, but then it's another thing, or any athlete of the sport, but then it's a very rare occasion that you meet your favorite. 
That is true. Very rare occasion. I'm proud of you for holding it together. You know what? I'm glad you didn't like, <laughs> take off your shirt with like just sign right here. Just, 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 oh. just sign on my titty. That's just right. sign on my titty right here. Right, right here. I'm never gonna wash it again. Nah, man, it was um it was a humbling experience too, man, because like you you know, you only get so much a certain amount of time though, but it was really excited to meet him, man, just because it's like you wanna explain and you wanna talk so much it's just like but you forget that hey there's other people here too though so i got three push your teeth ghost face on your board which was the best experience out of those three for you personally now i i can understand if it might lean towards ward because this is the more current thing but let's try to let's think about this for a second i'm gonna let you think on that for a second make sure you I'm gonna say ghost face ghost face really ghost face you couldn't let me fix the little ad first make sure oh, you download God. the square circle app it's available on ghost <laughs> Yeah, it's available on Ghost. <laughs> it's available on Google Play and iTunes. Make sure you tell your friends about it. It's a one-of-a-kind app. My man Shooter is keeping it up to date. And yeah. his official answer is Ghostface. Ghostface. The reason why Ghostface is he's been in my life a lot longer. <laughs> <laughs> Ghostface has been involved in my life since, That's funny. Like since 1990. Wu-Tang exactly. Exactly. I'm Wu-Tang, man. So that's oh, that's the reason why, man. So like but SOG. Yes, sir. Yes, nice sir, man. Dude, it was so fun to get his autograph. We got his autograph for our friend Dolores, who helped basically whether Start she this. or not is what started this whole thing. Yeah. You know? And and, and uh, we got our own personal ones. I was able to make it say Sunny Ill on the autograph, and you can't even tell. And my man Shooter got his one. And we got one exclusive to SC101. Yeah. That's my favorite one right there. I can't wait to see that one encased in glass on the mantle and inducted into maybe Nevada Boxing Hall of Fame or any Hall of Fame. It might be our Hall of Fame. Who knows? But that's where we're headed. That's the goals we got. Hey, so uh, one of the things that we are we brought up. Uh, Andre Ward being 199 pounds. Oh, yep. He said he's solid muscle. And then he said something is in the works. What do you take of that? You want my honest opinion? Honest opinion. Well, you got to work today, so I'm going to go ahead and help you out with this one. I'll be your friend. Um, but, Expendables 4. <laughs> <laughs> are, I no, are, are, you being, so, are you being serious? In a way, yes. I think it's going to have something to do with movies. I think we're going to see him in a movie role, possibly Creed 2, or maybe uh, another kind of fight movie, or even just something that has to do with action in movies. That's my personal opinion. I think I thought he was really good for his well, second time. When have you ever really saw where uh, weight mattered? Now, as far as looks, that's one thing, but weight actually mattering in movies, man. Hey, Tom Cruise is... Five foot as negative as, seventeen, as, as and he's also one hundred and twelve pounds. But he looks big, somewhat, some sort of mission, the mission impossible. So, as far as that, do you really like? That was one of the things he was talking about is maybe moving up to heavyweight. I mean, I think because of solid muscle. He said solid, solid, solid muscle. muscle. If it's solid muscle, that's all looks. That's mm-hmm. all appearance. Because as we know in Creed. Uh, when Tony Ballou in there, you saw the difference between a yeah. fighter and an actor body. Because yeah. Creed Jr. was his abs had abs. If he said if he said he's solid muscle, he fought Sergey Kovalev at one seventy five. Then he put on an extra twenty four pounds of muscle. That's for a movie, nah, bro. I, I, I don't. I don't. Look, I love this guy, man. I don't want him to come out of retirement because there, there's no better perfect career. It's Why like Mike, it's like right it's like it's like Michael Jordan taking the last shot. It's like, I don't need anything else. Man, you went out exactly where it needed to be. At the pinnacle of your career, everybody thinks you're a god. Everybody thinks you're the man. Hey, pun intended. Yep. Pun intended. So what is, what is the purpose? Now, on my flight back yesterday, I've seen almost every movie that was on there, and I downloaded and anything that I had on my iPad, I, I downloaded and I watched. Watching Creed again. Great movie. I mean, Great movie. I wouldn't mind really seeing him fight Tony Ballou. Ooh. Like dead, Ooh. like dead serious. Like, because like have that being. Is he gonna? Is he gonna jump from, uh, what, one seventy five past cruiserweight to heavyweight? I don't. He's gonna be a very, very, very small heavyweight. And then the thing now, is, he even is... even took a little bit of time to get up to light heavyweight. So when you think of Roy Jones going from uh, super middleweight to light heavy, and then to going to. He was already bigger he than hit, that. But he hit every division before he got to heavyweight. He really did. Cruiserweight seemed to be his final resting place. <laughs> Pun intended. <laughs> <laughs> and with him and his final fight coming up. So we saw him hit every single one. I don't see all the rewards skipping Cruiserweight to go straight to Anthony Joshua. Me neither. That would be insane. So Tony Ballou or maybe 
he knows he needs more power, not just necessarily technique, to but be the Donna Stevenson. Because once you say that word, retired, we know it's over. We know it's up, right? Yeah. But then, where did the talk come from? Was it family-oriented? Was it his trainer? I don't know. I don't know. That's what I'm asking. I don't know. Let's get him on the horn. Let's find out. All right, let's do it. Let's call. <laughs> ah, he, he must change voice now. Weird. But, may, I don't know. This is the million-dollar question now because is there anybody out there who doesn't want to see more Andre Ward? I want to see... Personally, I'm glad he retired because he has nothing else to prove. I don't see anybody... Uh, beat Bevel, Barrera having another chance. Uh, better Beef. I don't see even anybody in the cruiserweights that can take this. I like out. I like him riding off into the sunset, winning. That's oh, all yeah. I want to see. That's what I want to see too, as well. Such a nice, genuine dude to me. It was amazing. It was fun. It was great. And I have a little bit more respect for comic book fanboys. I've never stood out in the cold for that long. Not even to get laid. <laughs> Not even to get laid. I've sat in the car for a good thirty minutes to sneak in, but. Not for anything else that long, because it was a cold day that day. But it was out in the rain. Let's check it out. Now, and, and you also saw we had the pictures posted. Now, let's get into the fight card that we got to watch this weekend. Yes, sir. Marcus Brown versus Francie in the T2. Marcus Brown is surprisingly getting better every fight. And that's one thing that I think they went over and they... Uh, Talked about and discovered. The D2 is not a slouch. This guy was is highly regarded professional. He's got one loss on his record. A lot of people were quietly hyped for this fight. And Marcus Brown was like, yeah, uh, well, he's, he's ready for another fight. I'll tell you that much. Because now that he's beaten, his last fight was a, a shoddy O monogram, Monaghan. And before that, I, I believe it was Thomas Williamson Jr. Is that right? That's correct. Thomas Williams Jr. Thomas Williams Jr. is a legit contender. He beat La Bamba. He, then he lost to Adonis Stevenson in a close fight, right? And then the guy who beat Natitu, uh, they were talking about how he beat Adonis Stevenson in the amateurs. Oh. So it's like th those things, even though it's just like saying, hey, I beat him in high school or I beat him in college, and then you get – it's different. But at the same time is we're talking about – it's just NBA hoops on TV? No, but think about it. When you say you've beaten somebody – and then they are a world champion. And then it's just like, where is this guy from? Where is this guy at? And it's funny how it translates. It does, Sometimes it doesn't translate, but sometimes it does. Just like Sergey Kovalov, we saw him at the pinnacle, pound for pound, arguably top five, number maybe even number one sometimes. And then you have Artur Better Beef. BF, so who beat him twice in amateurs. Yep. I mean, he's just now starting to really, really make a name for himself. Yeah, I mean, for as and a pro. right now, I don't see Better Beef being Kovalev. Exactly. So. Marcus Brown got him out of there real fast, real fast. Real fast. Nice. Uh, real fast. It wasn't as it almost wasn't as quick. Almost a KTFO. Almost. Almost. It wasn't as quick or as fast as the hand-to-hand -hand movement like uh, David Benavides's, but great combination to uh, put him down in the first uh, first portion of that before they call him. The pound division is getting more and more interesting as we go, and it's up there right now with the 147, maybe 126 pounds is, is just getting as stacked. The feather, welterweight, the welterweight and feather, featherweight, yeah. The, yeah, the, the depths of this is, is getting real interesting. Real interesting. And I'm interested to see what's happening with his career next because now, how far do we want to test this man? Do we want to get him in there with a... Uh, uh, who's fighting at 175 soon? Maybe uh, James DeGale, who's going to be going up to 175? Who else we have in there? Let's pull 175 by Hedy's. Real quick. So, you know, what was that? Uh, right now, WBC uh, leader Alvarez is number one besides Donna Stevenson, you know, being the champ. Uh, Alexander Guzdik, you have Badu Jack right after Marcus Brown, number three. Um, WBA, IBF, WBO, we got Badu Jack, Sullivan Barrera, Guzdik. Um, <laughs> stop. Dimitri Bevel, Artur Better BF. We got a whole bunch. Anthony Yardy. Nice. Those are all good, legit names. I like it. It's getting interesting. I like to see more from him. I would like to see him probably because uh, I don't see him as one of the elite, one of the upper echelons. When you're talking about some of those names that we saw, like a Badu Jack, I don't see him beating Badu Jack. No. I don't really see him being Bottle Jack, but some some of these some of these names that may not be at the top, but like one of those second tier, like I would like to see this guy against, you know, a Joe Smith, Ooh. a Jorgen Brammer. Uh, right there. Jorgen Brammer's tied up right now in the WB Robot Super Series. Yeah. I cruise away, but you just, what was the name before that you just said? Joe Smith Jr. That's the name right yeah. there. John Pascal. That's so, the name right there. So, so like, a, yeah. We'll let him but say like, some, that's a good one. He, 
Did he officially retire? He, after he beat Ahmed uh, something September 11th, um, <laughs> he announced his retirement at that fight. Yeah, so I would like to see him on that tier and see how he does against it because I'm not. I don't want to throw him Joseph straight to the wall. Joseph Jr. is probably the best name there. Now we know the myth, the man, the legend. Al Heyman probably listens to everything. I just gave you your next light heavyweight fight for March Brown. I will shoot you, David, but I'm going to take credit for it. That's how we do it. Okay, understandable. I really did just look at you like, you just did what? I was like, damn, did you, you guys just blatantly <laughs> just hear this? Just steal? Yes, I did. But no, I didn't. <laughs> hey, hey, good artist steal, great artist borrow. I mean, gotcha. you know, great artist borrow, good, what is it? Good artist steal. Great, gr- no, no. Good artist borrow, great artist steal. That's, That's it. <laughs> That's where you're at. Okay. Now, next on that list is... Robert Easter Jr. versus Javier Fortuna. Now, I picked Fortuna to win. Yes. And I basically picked him before you. But Robert Easter Jr. was the man with his hand raised. What do you think about this? I want you you to go first. You want to go first? I want to go first. Okay. The beginning, the beginning, uh, Robert Easter boxes just like he should have. Precise punches. But made me mad because he was too tall to be inside. Uh, Javier Fortuna, he just needed to get comfortable. Once he started, the first thing that came out of my mouth that I wrote on my notepad was he has to make it ugly. Mm. Made it ugly. Uh, made it ugly. Uh, thought, the, thought the ref was a little bit off by taking the point away in round two for the holding of the head. But, you know, it is what it is. Like, I understand that. But coming that, out, Robert Issa. That's a bad habit that you got to put a stop to fast. Guillermo Rigondeau did it, the fight before Lomachenko. And then that's exactly why he got it taken away, though. Uh, Javier Fortuna ended up, good demeanor, got better. His timing got better as a a fight went on. Uh, You heard Robert Easter in round six. But Robert Easter forced more of the action of the fight, and that's who you're going to initially give it to it. But I saw that fight going either way. Yeah, I'm not upset with the division. No. For for the people flipping out about 115, 132 for Easter, I'm like, that's one point off the other judges. The one point. That point taken away was that determining factor right there. We got a split decision: 114, 113, 114, 113, and 115, 112. I'm not mad at that. I'm not I mad at that. I thought it was a draw. I'd probably or maybe Fortuna with one round, but I'm not even Who's the bad champion? At the decision. Robert Jr. What do you have to do when you fight the champion? You gotta beat the champ. You gotta beat the champ. the champ. Did Javier Fortuna beat the champ? Nope. So what you gonna say? Yep, that's what happens. And now at the end of the fight, in the post fight interview, they had Steve Farwood there. Um Farhood. He's he don't got no hood pass, I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> <laughs> but Steve Steve was there with Robert Easter Jr. and then Fortuna came in and they were interviewing both of them. And Fortuna tried to tell Robert Easter Jr. that, hey, I won this fight. Robert Easter Jr. said, hey, you got to be a professional and you should have made weight. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Good call out. I yeah. love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. And then the best the thing is that the first... Robert Easter Jr. said that to Fortuna. Didn't even look at his translator. And Fortuna knew what he said without the translator. Because weight is not going to be, it's not a universal word, like as far as like, oh. you know, like a number is. Like but at the same the time, it's just two fingers for the weeds. Huh? Yeah, but you're gonna know. Yeah, you. The first thing you should gotta win is the fight on the scales. We've seen a lot of people, somebody like Javante Davis, lose lose the title on the scales. I'm like, the first thing that you have to do, because no matter what, even if you get the victory, it still doesn't count. Like it may count on the record books, but even if you beat this guy, you didn't make weight, so it wouldn't have mattered. And nobody's gonna really look at that the same too, unless it's like a massive upset or anything like that, like a. Uh, Orlando Salido versus Lomachenko yeah, or something yeah. like that, though. But Robert Easter came out with his hand raised high, and I'm not mad. I'm not mad at that. So uh, Robert Easter has a lot of discipline to work on. Like, he's a good fighter, but at the same time, you are way longer. You're way taller than him. Stop fighting on the inside. Use that height. Use that reach to your advantage. That's what your, those are the purposes. Now, my co-host here has very few God-gifted talents. One of them is uh, the ability to talk to women. Even if he wasn't as pretty as he is now, if he was an overweight man, he might even get more. Confidence is the key. He might get more. Confidence is the also, key. Also, his, his, his basketball knowledge, basketball skills, I've seen, a, I've seen a flash of his skills, but with his knowledge in the sport, I know he's as good as he says he is. Number three, the way he can pick a title. This truth shall set you free. That child of God said that. Now, Errol Spence Jr. versus Lamont Peterson. I said, did anybody give Lamont Peterson a chance, right? Yeah. No response, of course. It was crickets, no hurt. 
The overall consensus was decision, ninth or tenth round, stoppage. This was over. I don't know if this goes down to the seventh round stoppage or eighth round stoppage because it was ended by his quarter. quarter in the be- very, very, very beginning of the eighth round. <sighs> what happened? I'll tell you exactly what happened. Did we watch Lamont Peterson age in the ring? No, we well, didn't watch Spence him. Errol Spence that good. Errol Spence is that good. And I'm going to tell you exactly what happened. First, Lamont Peterson. This is going to be a... Uh, th- yeah, always. Just got back from there. This is a slap in the face, but also at the same time as a compliment. He was scared of his power, <laughs> but I liked... I liked his plan that he went out there. He's not just necessarily absorbing the punches, but really working on the timing of his counters. You saw it in a lot of his training. He worked on the body punches. He worked on basically being able to absorb all those punches. But at the same time, is he caught Earl Spence with a lot of good, great shots. Earl Spence is just young, and he's a hungry lion, so you can't get him off of that. The thing is, you have... Your shots have to add up way more than Earl Spence's shots are going to add on. And what I mean by that is with Lamont Peterson absorbing all that and keeping a tight guard, not letting his hands go, he's losing on the scorecards. That lost him the fight because he was planning on trying to knock him out because he was not going to win a he boxing match with him. Yeah. I like the game plan. What I did not like was the moment when it was going into his corner, his corner had no advice for him. What are you gonna, there was no plan B. No, that, there, there was no plan B because their thing is, what are you going to do? You're going to outbox him? No, you're not. You're going you're gonna to slug it out with him? You're not. You're not faster than them. You're not stronger than them. The only thing you can do is work on the counters and hopefully knock him out if you catch him with a good one because it is boxing. It is fighting. You can catch him. should have did Kill Brooks' game plan, get on top of him, put his back against the ropes, lean on him, try to dig to the body. Now, I'm not saying this is a game plan that's going to work, yeah. but I think it would have been a better one to choose than the one they chose. Kell Brook also fought Triple G at 160 pounds. Lamont Peterson is too skinny to get that big, so the power to even keep somebody like on there to keep somebody... Earl Spence looked big. Yeah. He looked big, bro. He is not... He is a natural welterweight that's going to go up to about 160, maybe 168 pounds. When he got, when he knocked down Lamont Peterson in round five, what did you think? Because that's the round I picked. <laughs> Look, I'll tell you one thing. I watched this man's eye instantly close. When I when I picked round five, I picked round. When I picked round five, yeah, because his face looked really battered and beat up. Yeah. When I picked round five, I picked it because of thinking Lamont Peterson is going to box with this guy. Mm-hmm. The fact that he was so conservative is what allowed him to last through the seventh round. If he boxed with this guy, round five would have been cr- very correct. Yeah. I knew it wasn't going to go to distance. Oh, I agree with you. I, nine hit, so, he, so one, you screwed me, Lamont, by being so conservative. <laughs> conservative, but... I understand, man. It's kind of it's kind of hard to sit there and box, man. Because you gotta think, Lamont Peterson only been knocked out once. He's only been knocked out once. So this TKO, I mean, still counts as a knockout, but at least you're not knocked out. You didn't get KTFO like, uh, well, or even KO like like when he fought Matisse, and it was good to see him not as gun shy. So I did like that. Where do we go for Lamont Peterson? Do we keep fighting? I mean, two-time world champion. Yeah. He's fought a lot of names. Keep fighting, okay? I'll Keep fighting. Like Keep now, fighting. The truth shall set you free. Now, Errol Spence is ordered to fight Ocampo. Now, let me uh, let me see what I'm about. Now, I, I told you I had visions, right? Yeah. What was one of the visions I told you? Did I tell you about Keith Thurman and Errol Spence? When did I tell you that fight was going to happen? This is at the beginning of the year. This is the beginning of the year. I said this in one of the first shows <laughs> of this year. I'm about to say, man, we're still in January. The, we're still in January, bro. Three episodes we've done counting this one. When, I, when did I tell you Earl Spence was going to fight Keith Thurman? Uh, I'm going to guess and say 2019. I saw a great video on Instagram yesterday provided by my man shooter here. You're welcome. What did They asked Keith Thurman, when are you going to fight? Errol Spence Jr. He said, this is a get back year and you're not going to see it this year. Yes. Now, I you're scared. No. You know what? Was it, uh, was it you? No. Or was it me who provided the Duck Dynasty Keith Thurman picture on Instagram? I was peer pressured. You was peer pressured. <laughs> it was a great you idea by me. <laughs> but I didn't feel right doing it because I don't think he's ducking anybody. But as a team... As a unit. Yeah. If they accuse you, they accuse me. True. Whether I did it or you did True. it, that's what it is. Yeah. Right? Unless there's video evidence, that's what it is. But. Me and you are the I only knew. ones who got the logins, and I don't do that. I don't know how to watermark. That's all you, bro. <laughs> that's my skill set. 
You were the encouragement. That's why, you know, there's times when I hate rappers, but I don't hate rappers so much. I hate the guys that was like, yo, that's dope. Yeah. Drop it. I yeah, hate those guys. The co-signers. The co-signers. You co-signed this one. I would have never put it through if it wasn't. First of but, all, first of all, I would have been the primary signer if I would have if I would have thought of it. I didn't have to co-sign. Now, you the know, reason I, why I predicted this, it, it's it's simple politics to writing on the wall. And there's going to be a lot of people that the hardcore, hardcore is going to know why I said this. Because when you fought Lamont Pearson, that's your voluntary defense. Right there. Lamont Pierce, it's a legit name. Yeah. IBF is always going to step in. I knew that was going to happen, right? And then I knew with him fighting Vargas coming up, which is not announced, but I predicted it was going to happen. Now, this is going to put set up the Sean Porter-Keith Thurman fight. And also, now Errol Spence is going to be locked in for a mandatory defense against o- Carlos Ocampo. This is ordered by the IBF. Now, Errol Spence, what I love, he wants the belts. He wants he wants to be Terrence Crawford at 140. So he's gonna have to fight Ocampo because he wants that belt. Listen. I knew this was gonna happen. Keith Thurman is doing a great job mm-hmm. of ducking, and then also you may not call it ducking. What is what is a good word? Not ducking, but basically procrastinating. No, the, 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 no because the thing is, he's not. He's not. Yeah, he he knows about the politics of boxing. He's he not going to fight. He's not. Gonna, he's not going to fight nobody dangerous. Uh, he understands the business he's, better. No, what he and, wants to do. What he wants gonna, to do. What he wants. Put names in front of him that helps create the argument for that. He's going to last and hold on to this as long as possible and let everybody under him take Mr. over the belt. Donna, Donna Stevenson. He's going to do that, just like Sergey Kovalev and Andre Ward, and then you're going to pick the person who you think you can defeat better. So, yes, you'll fight a Dan- he'll, not- hey, hey, he'll fight a Danny Garcia first. He'll fight... Now he's gonna fight. He's gonna fight Sean Porter after after Jason Park. I don't think he. I don't think he's gonna fight anybody. Uh, dangerous. I would like happen. to see. It's I would like happen. to see that. You know why? Because the same reason why Ocampo and Spence is happening. The WBC will order that fight. Well, how come they or, haven't ordered the anything about Adonis Stevenson until this year? I don't know. I think they're scared. I think Adonis Stevenson got some street game that we don't know about. Remember, he'd been to prison. He'd been to prison, and, and we know that Haitians is crazy, right? So can we real that? Yes. Would you go to Haiti? <laughs> Well, I'm black, so yeah. I guess that's okay. Yeah. Yeah, man, my hood pass, my my hood pass runs, man. I don't know if there's a hood pass in Haiti. I think you just gotta be able to handle it. As far as that's one of the, I've met, I've met, uh, uh, as my father has a military background, so I have heard stories from military people that have nothing good to say about Haiti. Nothing good. Nothing good. Nothing good. Not if you're gonna be coming down there bumping your White Clef Jean CDs. <laughs> White Clef doesn't even visit Haiti. <laughs> for the record. He tried to so, become the president there from New York. Earl Spence, not Earl Spence, Keith Thurman finds every excuse in the book why not to fight Earl Spence. And I'm not going to say if I was him, I would do the same thing because I wasn't, I wouldn't. But I'm not clamoring at fighting Earl Spence. I'm not, I'm not, I haven't met him yet. I'm an SOG. He's such a nice guy. I was like, yeah, maybe I could take him. But he's a nice guy because I knew if I was in the ring sparring with him, the son of God would take mercy and not what kill do you, me. What do you think about... The nickname Keith Sometime Thurman. Oh my God! That's Earl Spence. Trademark that. Trademark. That's, no, that's Earl Spence, baby. Sometime. Oh yeah, that's right. He Some, did say that. Sometime Thurman. Everybody says that until they get hit once. Earl Spence. I think you could take that hit. Nothing. I, I watched Keith Thurman stop Sean Porter in his tracks, bro. Like he, Sean Porter was coming. Sean Porter. Sean Porter is a different type of fighter but than I'm Earl Spence. But I'm saying, man, Earl Spence has his hands full with Sean Porter. There's people like Earl Spence is a guy you don't want to no. fight. Earl Spence Sean has a, a guy so, Earl really Spence Earl fight. Spence has a problem with Sean Porter because that's two bulls going head to head. And it's whoever knocks out the cleaner punches the least makes the least amount of mistakes. Keith Thurman, anybody who's a threat, he's an off the back foot fighter. He's now, a retreater, and then he picks you I, apart that way. I've said this before, and it's not gonna happen, but I would I, if I had something that could happen today while he's still fresh. I would love to see Timothy Bradley fight Earl Spence Jr. Yeah. I don't see Earl Spence losing, no. but I feel like that would be a fight that would really let us know where Earl Spence is. You know what I'm saying? That's because one of those fights that goes into a decision and he, and he claws and he fights and he gets that out of there. And at Timothy like Bradley, that. you're like, hey, man, thank you for making that a great fight. Exactly. Yeah. You're, you're going to be happy regardless exactly. of that. Now, that's 
part of the PBC Showtime announcement is going to be Thurman fighting coming up soon. We think it's going to be against Vargas. But they also had a whole bunch in there. They talked about the Danny Garcia versus Brandon Rios. We saw the Wilder Ortiz card get listed in there. We saw the Garcia Lippinist that got moved back because of injury. Uh, Bartholomew versus Relic. We got Figs versus Boner. I see Figs putting hands on Boner, but that got announced in that fight card. What do you think about that matchup? So, Omar Figueroa. <sighs> He's undefeated right now, and I was watching good some brawler. good bra- brawler. Style. <sighs> Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So, Omar Figueroa, great fighter, undefeated. Adrian Broner, I watched a couple of videos and just listened to him talk, talk about he wants to give him his first hole, which he's more than capable of doing it. Yeah. Which Broner is going to show up? As we, said we've that, said that we've said gonna which boner is going to show up. How many times have we said that in the past, like, five fights, man? I'm tired of saying it. I'm tired of saying it. it yeah. And the thing is, I hate picking against him because I know what he's capable of. That's the thing that pisses me off so much, man. Strawberry, 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 strawberry. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> if you think strawberries when you're about to sneeze, you won't sneeze. It'll ruin your life, but you'll do it. Strawberry, 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 strawberry. You won't sneeze, I promise. I guarantee it. Everybody try it if you got a sneeze coming up. I didn't want to do it into the air because my sneeze is a deathly. Did I'm you guys hear this? Strawberry, BS, strawberry, strawberry. Yes, I get from Boner. Now, I think Figs is going to put hands on Boner. No pun intended. But Adrian Boner is one of the biggest disappointments to me in boxing overall. I'm not, I'm not even a fan still of him. Only, still only three losses. Still we've seen losses. We've seen. Uh, Muhammad Ali has more Made than three losses. Now, I, now I'm not putting these guys hand in hand and saying they are. But, like, you got Ali with more than three losses. You got a Mike Tyson with more than three losses. You got Pernell Whitaker with more than three losses. Every you name got we Chop. bring up you, as a classic fighter, they all have losses. They all. Timothy Bradley, yeah, three, three losses. Three losses. Two. Two. That's right. Two. Yeah, just Pacquiao. Yeah. I don't know how that works out. This is an emotional loss. That's emotional loss. That's so, right. it's he's still there. He's still capable. It just depends on what Broner shows up, man. Like, the thing is, I think I've mentioned this on the show before. It's kind of like when Derrick Rose went out in the NBA. How if you weren't. It, it's, it's better when he's in there. I bet you that's a mental case right there. Ooh. Derrick Rose. He's got to have some issues, right? You know, being a multi-millionaire signing a contract, you should be okay. I, I, I hope he disappeared to do some Lamar Odom stuff. Yeah. That made me feel so good. That made anyway, Broner, as I was saying. Boner. The game is better when he's in there. When he's loudmouth, when he's talking, with his talent is good with him in there, whether as you like him or hate I him. I hate to agree with you on that. You were going to watch a Broner fight. Every oh, I, single, I'm every de- single, every I'm single de- Broner de- fight you'll watch. watch a- Freaking street fight with two midgets. Well, who wouldn't? But I would watch a street fight between two fat people that will last 30 seconds because they'll tire out. Well, at the rate he's going, you would actually probably see that before you see a professional Adrian Broner fight because he's fighting more people in the street. Now, I think he's fighting to get his pockets bigger for his lawyer problems he's probably going to have here, too. He said he wants to take on, uh, he says he has some losses to avenge. Sean Porter, uh, Mike Garcia. This is a new trainer, bro. Everybody gets rejuvenated when they get a new trainer and change the game, right? Mm -hmm. Change the game up. Now, he's got Kevin Cunningham as his new trainer, Devin Alexander's trainer, and I like this decision. You know why? Because you're not too far from home. You got a guy based out of St. Louis. That's just, you're just going upstate, going up north from St. Louis to Cincinnati or flying down south. I hope he's flying to Cincinnati instead because he needs to get away from everybody, all his jets been around and that he got there in Ohio. And that's it. And once he does that, we can see him get closer to meet, meeting his max potential. Because this is a man I'm not a fan of at all, but he has God-given talent to where he should be in talks of top 10 pound for he should He should be in... He went from top 10 to not mention at all. Uh, Jay-Z line, Jay-Z line. You're talking about somebody at the 147 pound because he wasn't disciplined enough to stay at 140, which he, ado- which he had do- dominated. You're talking about, you tell me why I can't Keith Thurman, Adrian Broner... Earl Spence and Jeff Horn, or even not even Jeff Horn, Keith Thurman with the WBC and WBA, Earl Spence and Adrian Broner having those titles. All of them has the ability. The ability has the ability. Has it? But can he? Uh-huh. You saw what he, you saw what Marcos Maidana did to him, and he said him Adrian Broner is the hardest hitter that he's fought. Mm-hmm. 
So Conor is still, <laughs> Madonna probably is still feeling those punches. That's a, that's he said that was one of the biggest reasons why he retired. It wasn't the Mayweather fight, the payday, but at the same time he was like he wasn't the same after fighting Adrian Broner. So no, nah, I think it was the lifestyle after the Mayweather fight, but it's okay. It's, uh, it's, it's hey. opinion. It's opinion oriented. He won. Yeah, he won. He's he's up there with like the Tom Brady's and the Michael Jordans as far as winning in yeah. life. Like as far as having the money and being able to retire and being comfortable with what you're doing, man. You you see, he's up there. I want I want to see him and mm-hmm. Prince Nassim go at it, man. The two overweight lovers, man. Uh, Heavy D. The girls, the girls, they love me. Man, now, that's also, showing the age. Man, they don't know about the overweight love of Heavy D. At least three people rocked with me. <laughs> now, Santa Cruz versus Abner Mares is finally announced. Fight that should have happened last year. Yeah. But that's also announced for June 9th. And I think Santa Cruz should easily beat Abner Mares on this one. Might even send him into retirement or not have a mention in the word. Shades on Shield. So, Layla Ali, did she throw shades on Shield? Did you want to? Did you want to read the quote? We'll talk about Shields first. How much do you like her versus Ali? Which one would you do? Well, one, Layla Ali is really, really sexy to me. So that's that's sexist, of course, but I don't care. But that's the first thing I see when I see Layla Ali. I'm like, man, she's fine. Then also, Layla Ali beats you, it's a fetish. (laughs) Then, of course, who her dad is. You know, I'm, I've never been a big fan of people who are trying to follow in the footsteps of great people like, you know, Michael Jordan's sons. Don't play basketball. Leila Lee. I don't think you should have touched boxing, but she was kind of like she was. She, no, well, she was kind of like Cynthia Cooper. If anybody remembers Cynthia Cooper, she was one of the first original players for the WNBA. Don't know if she's the all time leading scorer still, but she was one of them. And she was probably like she was Leila Ali of basketball before Leila Ali. She was one of the best. So Leila Ali, when she got into the fight, when she is got into Reggie Miller's sister, still the best female basketball player of all time. Hands down. Okay. Has, she scored 100 points in a game before. Yes. So in college, oh. in college. So. With that being said, Layla Ali got into the fight game when there wasn't when female boxing wasn't huge or wasn't on the big stage as it is or as big a stage as it is now. I would like to see it now, but at the same time, is I, I don't think you step away from boxing. I think you just sit there and manage. Layla stated, "You got Clarissa Shields now, who is an Olympic champion. She's a young black girl, came out of Flint, Michigan, tough place to come from." Lived a hard life, went through a lot. She went to the Olympics, won twice. Women's boxing wasn't in the Olympics when she fought. She actually fights in the same weight class she fought in, and she's doing great. It's still not what I would have wanted. I would have wanted more because I I have a big picture in mind, but for her, that's great. I think that's women boxing is getting some good attention. That shade. That shade. First of all, it's not what I have done. Why, why say that? Why mention that? Why mention women's boxing wasn't around or this wasn't around when I was fighting? Like, why is that? That's that's one of the biggest people in media's broadcasting and journalism is Shaq. I never was a big fan of Shaq. But power. one of the big power just, size. But it's no, not even that. No, with his commentating, it was always, well, I did it. I did it. He should be doing this. It's just like, look, dude, you got to take yourself and remove yourself from the situation. Now, be appreciative of what she's done. It was like, hey, I'm glad she's doing this. It's not what I would have done. Yes, that's straight shade. So I don't know. So I understand why Clarissa Shields is coming out saying, hey, I don't care if she's 10 years removed, retired. I'll still fight her because at the same time is you don't hear you never you would have never heard this something from you would have never heard something like this from a Magic Johnson or anything mm-hmm. like that. Yep. This is something this is something that a Floyd Mayweather would say. Somebody who is always going to reclaim his A. Don't forget I'm the best. Mm-hmm. And make sure that you remember me whenever I do. Yeah. That's always a, that's always a piece of shade thrown. This is this is a response from a fighter. Yeah. This is what fighters say and and you I I respect it because that's what I would say if I was a 10-year retired former champion too. Like, yeah, it's nice, but if I was there Right now, it'd be a different story. One of the things I hate the most, and one of when I was growing up, when I was playing any sport, I was always busting up old heads, man. No matter what, no matter what sport it was, and then they say, "Well, back in my day, I, used to, I never wanted to be that person." So yeah. even now, I'm never gonna say to these young kids, "Boy, I would have torched you back in the day." I'm not gonna say that. I'm just gonna, we're just gonna play. We're just gonna do. I, I said the same thing when it comes to MCs because I'm never in my life. I'm like, I would torch you back in the day. I will torch you now. So. Yeah. So I'm not even gonna, I'm not even gonna go there because one, unless you're gonna do something about it, 
Don't even bring up don't d- yeah. Unless you're gonna do something about it, I'm talking about like let's play, let's fight right now. Don't even bring it up because then it just brings up animosity for yeah. no reason when you can't prove it. Especially with the big women's movement, y'all don't want that. So that's nice. That's nice to hear from Clarissa Shield and Layla Ali. Women acting like Hey, I also love the fact that Clarissa Shields took a shot at one of the like somebody who's Pioneers. a pillar Pioneers. pillar for women boxing like I like that it's not, and it's it's always good to show respect but at the same time is I'm here too yep I'm here too so right I love now. that I right love here, that right so miss right now so I got good news for you baby what's the news more fights this weekend yeah so we got Jorge Linares returning to the ring versus Mercito Mercy have mercy Desta. Jorge Linares let me see. He's going to school this boy so bad. Mercy Gessa is a good come forward fighter who had possibility of promising. I, I don't know. He, he, he doesn't fight well against boxers. That's it. I, I job. Have we, what other, what other champion have we covered? Whose fighting is recently and more is Jorge Linares. Just off the nobody, top of your head. nobody, this guy's really trying to either get his money and is on his way out. He wants but... he wants Lomachenko or Mikey Garcia next. Those are the two names you don't call out, but he's tired of not getting his recognition. He deserves his chance at the opportunity to prove he deserves that recognition for sure. 100% deserves it for sure. And I wouldn't count him out of either one of those two fights. I don't see him losing, but I see him, I can see him outboxing Mikey Garcia. I don't think he's gonna. I don't think you're gonna do not it. with that. Not with that leather face, man. Mike Garcia will cut him up, though. Yeah. You know who I would love to see? That'd be a great boxing match. I would like to see Jorge Linares and Robert Easter Jr. That'd be a good. One. That would be good. Both I long, lanky school. too. I, he might school. He could. He might he school. Has the, he has the boxing and the and the power. I think mm-hmm. to to really take it to Robert. Yeah, maybe look that. He might even make him look amateur. Who knows? But Linares should to make easy work against him. Does anybody disagree with me? Anybody out there? Anybody at all? Mm, no, not really, though. I think it'll be a, a closer fight than need be, but I think Jorge Linares should get the head back. I think he's going to knock him out. I think he's knock him out, honestly, probably about eight or ten rounds, eight or nine. No, you just like the eight or nine rounds. I think it's just safe for you. Why are you trying to go to my formula? <laughs> it's just safe. Eight or nine rounds, you know, he should wear down, and then hopefully a TKO. You're never wrong. No, it's safe. You're never wrong, because what happens, it'll happen, like, right before the seventh or the tenth, right? Lucas Batiste returns against a person I think they made up. Tua Kira. Lucas Matisse, always been a fan of his. Love him. High knockout ratio. Actually, a really good boxer. We ain't seen him in a while. Let me see. But. Great resume. Only three losses. Or four losses, I'm sorry. Against good names. So it's not that they're just bums. So TKO and Manuel Taylor lost to Victor Postal. Mm-hmm. Went over him. Lost to Danny Garcia. Which is the mother, main reason why I don't like getting the university. Legit loss. That's a legit loss. And then they also, we also fought, uh, uh, who is lost to Zab Judah? Is that right? No, he beat Zab Judah. Beat Zab Judah. No, he lost to Zab Judah in a okay. split decision, sorry. In a close fight, a very close and fight. And Devin Alexander. And Devin Alexander. So, Lucas Matisse is no slouch by any means, but we haven't seen as much of him as we wanted. Probably because he had some losses that probably, you know, that, that hurt your confidence a little bit. Wasn't ready to retire. So this guy that he's this guy that he's fighting, uh, Tiwa Karim, 38 no, 28 knockouts, so wow. high knockout ratio, but at the same time is who has he, he fought? Thailand. Okay. I like this so guy. Guarantee guarantee you he used to be a kickboxer <laughs> or That's a one yeah. So I'm pretty sure he can take shots to the head. Wow, that changes everything for me now. I'm not sure. I'm, I'm still picking Lucas Matisse based off of the name, but I will not be rooting for him. You're not going to root for it. You're root for the... My countryman, I have to. You know what? I understand. I understand that. He actually looks like my my cousin's son, my little cousin. But at the same time, I'm taking the person who's been it, been there and done that versus top elite athletes. Yeah, yeah. Because so. I'm pretty sure we can't, announce, we can't pronounce the names that on Kira's record. I can't even pronounce his alias name. 
Tirachai. Oh, that's yeah. his Thai name. Whatever. So, like, with Thais, they have long names. That's why you'll never see a Thai, you know, player in basketball or football because their names will never fit on the jerseys. Is that the reason why? That's the reason why. Okay. It, uh, that's all. Glad it's not the talent. Like, hey, man, no. you're great, but, you know, we can't put your name on the jersey, so, yeah. so far, well, I mean, also, you're cut. Well, they might pull them in, knee them, like, pull, start pulling out these Muay Thai moves on all these guys. Especially that's the paint the seat, is. Is it, nobody will be able to see it? Yeah, as well. You know, that's just what it is. Now, Lucas Batista should easily beat this guy. How are we doing on time? We good, baby? Yeah. We good. Okay. Now, the Return of the World Boxing Super Series is coming back. We got Morris Breedis versus Alexander Usyk. Not Gustik, Usyk. I'm going with the camp that keeps on giving. Camp that keeps so, on giving. The, keeps, the camp that keeps on giving. Lomachenko's pops is sitting here really putting his fighters to the grind and putting the axe to them, and they are really getting the work done. So, yeah. Maris Breedis, great fighter, good fighter. Uh, but he's I just see... He's got to keep counting out, they keep winning. But <laughs> Alexander Usyk should... He should be able to... I'm not going to say KO this guy, but he should be able now, to... Now, me, I have no emotional attachment to Alexander Usyk, so I wouldn't mind seeing an upset in my mind mm-hmm. versus Maris Breedis. So. I love this World Boxing Super Series. It's getting really, really close, but I think Usyk's going to be able to dominate this guy. But nobody else has. But I, I, I don't know. He's going to dominate this guy. The World Boxing Super Series is looking real good. we got a lot of fights coming out this next four or five weeks just for this. How do you feel about the Super Series overall? I'm a fan of any tournament style because it lets you know, hey, I'm going to take care of this guy in front of me. There's no politics involved. It's, hey, this is the guy who won. I won. He won. Let's fight. Let's and then fight. We're, we're going to see who the man it. is on top. I love it. Andre Ward did it. Oh, Andre Ward did it for sure. And that's what, that's oh. going to be the thing. Is Andre Ward did it. Yeah, I know. That's how I'm talking about, baby. You got to feel else you like to add, man? No, actually, no. I'm pretty good, you man. Really I'm good? Just, you good, baby? I'm as good as I can be, as man. Good I'm as tired. You can I'm, be. I'm that's just... not the answer. You're supposed to lie to these people. I'm great. I'm great. You just made fruit frosted flakes sound like the most horrible cereal in the world. <laughs> That's all I'm gonna say right now. How are we sitting, baby? What do you got for me? Man, what you cheat in the dark, dark of the morning, you're gonna get found out under the bright lights. So if you're on a diet and you wake up to a chocolate candy bar, you're cheating. Oh, I cheated all. If you wake up last on someone else's weeks. birthday or bedroom, you're cheating. That's what it is. Make sure you hit us up on Facebook.com forward slash Square Circle 101 on Instagram at Square Circle 101 or talk a little smack to us on Twitter at Talking Smack 101, baby. The champ is here and you know we love the sweet science. Ah, man, make sure you download the Square Circle app and tell your friends and family, baby. I'll see you, hit you up there later. Cheers. Mm-hmm.